Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 479. OG, baby. I am one of your hosts, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me, as always, is my bestest buddy, Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. And uh, for you guys out there watching, you're going to see a third face there. What's that? We have a special guest, and his name is Daniel. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, also known as the cornbread. One and only. One and the only. Cornbread. The cornbread. Yeah, not cornbread. <laughs> the cornbread. So Corn, Cornbread was taken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you guys, welcome. And uh, as always, you can listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube every Sunday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, so tonight, before we get into what we've been playing... We got to learn a little bit about our guest. So, uh, Daniel, would you like to uh, just give us a little introduction about yourself? What you want to share? Uh, feel free before we hit you up with the hard pressing questions. Oh Lord! <laughs> well, uh, just an old school gamer. Been gaming since the original Nintendo, and just you know, once I tried Xbox and played Halo for the first time, I was hooked. So I've been. Strictly Xbox since then. I do own all consoles. I don't knock anything, PC, PlayStation, but just primarily Xbox. Halo, Halo, Halo. Used to be. <laughs> now it's now it's whatever the kids want to play. So I play with them and a lot of PUBG. But no man, just regular old gamer. Cool. Um so the first question is how did you get your gamer tag? Well, me and my friends all worked together, so everybody had a, a nickname. And they never came up with a nickname for me, so finally, there's like one guy who's like, I know what your name could be. And I'm like, Cornbread. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, it'll <laughs> yeah. stick. And it stuck. <laughs> so the original gamer tag was Cornbread 4. I got it maybe a month after Xbox went live. And then I did not know if you didn't keep going with the Xbox, they would lock your account. So after they locked my first gamer tag, it just went crazy. I would create emails and just do this and that and this and that. And then finally they made silver, you know, for the 360. And my name was Rigel for president, which is my dog. <laughs> my dog could have been a better president at the time. And, um, then I just went with the cornbread. I just decided to go back with the cornbread name. And all my friends, even outside of gaming, call me cornbread. It's just my name. Like, anybody who knows me will call me cornbread. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I don't... But, Rob and I, I don't think we have that problem. <laughs> yeah. They call you pre-star at work there, Rob? No. <laughs> That's my alter ego. Nobody knows about that. Nobody knows it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, Rob. Even though, even though my name had a work origin, <laughs> I think, I think I've to, I've told the story, haven't I? Of how I, I think got so. Pre-star. I think so. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was not trying focused to get... on you. You can't take his time. That's right. You're not that's a right. guest. Later. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is this? It says guest intro section. Doesn't say host of last 479 episodes section. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, please. Got to save it for another day, Rob. <laughs> but yeah. you can do. You can go to the next question. 
<laughs> I'm not looking at the notes. Okay, sure so what is your favorite type of game or franchise? Hmm. It had to be Halo because all my friends are just diehard Halo fans. When Halo 5 came out, I just bought everything. I bought the Xbox. I bought the controller. I bought the lock controller, lock headset. Master Chief controller, Master Chief headset. Nice. I mean, I just went all out. And then the game, to me, was a flop uh, for multiplayer. The campaign was okay. It didn't feel like Halo, but the multiplayer was a flop for me. Just couldn't, couldn't get into it like I used to. All them long nights of multiplayer after multiplayer matches. Wow. And I, I think it's the first time I've heard somebody say that they actually didn't like the, the Halo multiplayer in 5. Halo 5 is just... I felt the play to pay to win. It wasn't really pay to win. I'm sorry. That's Halo Wars 2. Um, I just felt the they just want money from you. Like, hey, buy this skin, buy this skin, buy this skin. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. Halo 4 was a push, but I was so good at it. <laughs> Halo 5 came out, and I was not good at it. I just couldn't. I couldn't get a feel for it. I hate when that happens, especially in, a, in your favorite game. Yeah, but many long nights playing from Halo 1 to Halo 4, nonstop. Did you have a favorite gaming memory? At one time, it just stands out that you'll never forget. Yes, invisible snipers on boarding action, Halo 1. Me and my friends did like, I think the score could have went to 500. Everybody was invisible, and we just sat there and just, tried to find people in snipe all night long i oh, think the game might have lasted three hours maybe four oh. wow it was, it was crazy i don't know if i could sit still that long <laughs> <laughs> oh no there were breaks because you're invisible you could just stay in there but it was it was real nice cool so how did you find out about txl just uh i was looking for just Xbox podcast and um, tried this one. Tried that one. I tried a uh, like X One Bros, and they just felt like they were advertising. It just felt like advertisement. And then I tried you guys, and you're just talking about the games. Like, I played this, didn't like it. You know, I didn't like what they did. The develop developer did on this, and you know, just. I felt like I was talking. <laughs> cool. I mean, really. All right. And then, let's see. So how long have you been listening to TXL? A uh, little over a year. Okay, cool. It was uh, in December. December was one year, so it's been a few months after that. Rob, you got any questions? Or do you want to hit them up with the hard one? <laughs> sure. All right. You don't have to even be looking to know what the question is. <laughs> yeah, because you've heard this one before. Yeah, heard, yeah. Because uh, I think Mark puts this one in just because. Nope. Bragging he's, right. He's hoping one day. <laughs> <laughs> it could be my lucky day. <laughs> I got rid of Brun, so yeah. you know I'm just it's just you now. <laughs> yeah. The only competition. So the hardest question of all, who is your favorite host? Well, it used to be Brun, but he's not here. 
So, yeah. <laughs> and it had to be a wingman. The, <laughs> when I was just listening to him, he would just say exactly how I felt about games. I mean, he's just, I don't know. <laughs> just the way he talks about games and the way he likes and dislikes them. Except for, I would be more of the multiplayer aspect where he would just be like the campaign. But other than that, we pretty much had everything. Like, same train of thought on games. Sweet. We just found our new, we just found our replacement host for Rob. We're going to get some time off. Come on, Rob. Let's see. So both of you see... So I'm everybody's favorite host because Rob, I have to be your favorite host. You, you are my yourself, favorite host by see? default. By default, so sweet. Can't for yourself. <laughs> I am my favorite host, but you know, I, I just can't do it on the show. <laughs> well, Daniel, is there anything else that you wanted to to share before we jump into what we've been playing? No, just that's about it. I mean, just the basics of how I grew up gaming. I mean, cool. just, I mean, that's it. All right. Well, then, why don't you lead us off into what you've been playing this week? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, list just for this. <laughs> Played a little bit of Overwatch with Brun later today, earlier today. It was nice. We had a few games that we completely dominated, and the other games we got the floor mopped with us. <laughs> play a lot of PUBG. Whenever I have like 30 minutes or something, I will jump in a game and just play, play, play. Played Sea of Thieves with Brun for about an hour and a half and then Sea of Thieves with my, my son. And that was a lot of fun, you know, just learning the game, learning how it works. It's definitely kid-friendly, but it still has like the PvP and the the hardness of you know the grind to it oh yeah serious grind. Some, yeah <laughs> serious grind play some far cry 5 really really hard for me to set aside time for this because it is graphic and you know i got kids running around but yep. when i get a minute i try to play it <laughs> played a little diablo 3 you know oh. just kill a few people there and Played a little bit of PUBG Mobile. Okay. And how, how do you like that? It's it's so easy. It's so easy. Really? Because <laughs> you're playing against, you know, bots. You're playing against bots and real people. And, you know, real people are, are hard to aim and shoot. But if you really just focus on aiming and shooting, instead of, like, moving around, you can kill really good in that game. Yeah, so some of some of the other people are bots. It's not all. Yeah, people. it's not all people. People, there's some bots. Okay. Yeah, I can't Which, see it being real people. I mean, they can't even I mean, get that yeah. game to run smooth with a hundred people on a console, <laughs> let alone a freaking phone. <laughs> it's very basic. Like, there's no windows. You can you can just jump through the window without breaking glass, and the buildings are a lot smaller and easier to get into. They have auto loot. Like, if you're carrying a certain gun, it'll pick up what you need and equip it for you. Why can't they so put it's, that it's, in a real game? <laughs> it's faster, <laughs> but you do play with bots. You can just be standing there, and then all of a sudden, somebody's going to shoot at you. And you just turn, and, okay, clearly that's a computer. 
See, I think I'd I'd probably play it more if it was like that on the console. <laughs> so. You got to be quick, man. You got to be real quick. Yeah, I'm just not quick. So, yeah, anything else? That's that's about it that I played this week. Yeah, that's about it. All right, Rob, did you get any gaming on? Just a, a bunch of Fortnite. That was about it. Nothing exciting this week. So, do you know the story about what is it? The the the, the some kind of tower is supposed to fall and get hit by a meteor or something here, like yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Twisted Towers. It's like a little city that they added a couple months back. It was some update. I think they added the mines and the city at the same time, if I remember right. Okay. So the thing now is there's been a lot of controversy about the town because a lot of people go there and like half the players get annihilated like in the first couple minutes and it's all like over there. So, you know, there were people were complaining about it. So in the recent update, what they did is there's this like thing in the sky. It looks, you know, like a comet or something coming. And then on top of one of the mountains, there's a bunch of telescopes that are pointed up at it. And like, if you look at the telescopes in like the eyepiece, you can kind of see a reflection of the thing up there. So the speculation is, is that that meteor is going to destroy twisted towers or tilted towers, not twisted. Tilted Towers, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Wow. All right. It's kind of cool that they're, you know, making changes to the map like that. That's that's a neat way to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a crater. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Big hole in the ground. Yeah. All right. Well, for myself, uh, obviously, Gems of War. Um I hit level 200, Rob. <laughs> wow. Finally. <laughs> Finally. And, and, you're, and you're still playing strong? Not strong. I play a little bit here and there. I don't play every day anymore. Um, yeah. But I do I do play when I can. So it's just, uh, you know, one of those time wasters. So um, Yeah. It's quick. It's easy. I did complete Far Cry 5. And I mean, wow. fully completed the game. As in, the story's done. I think I've done every, well, there might be a couple side missions, like stupid little things left, but I've got all the achievements in the game, um, and the story's done, so there's there's nothing left for me to really do. Um, there's a couple challenges I could do, but, like, it's going to unlock perks. I could get some more perk points, but, like, what's the point? I have beat the game, and I've done all the achievements, so there's nothing there really to say, oh, I, I don't feel like I need to go back and do those. Um but uh, I'm kind of sad by it because I, well, let me put it this way. This is weird. You guys have heard me talk about this game that I've loved it. It's it's a phenomenal. It was kind of weird. When I went to my last area, something changed. Um, so my last area was the northern section um, in, in the wilderness or, or like in the forested area. And I don't know what it was. I felt like the side missions there were really bad like like oh go and run over four uh horned animals or go and collect some of these things and it it was just kind of like like really like these side missions it's like i think they ran out of ideas and they were just kind of like that's when it started to feel like 
fetch questing, you know, like you're doing it just for no reason at all. And I, I really, and it was weird by the third section, I started to skip the story. I kind of lost interest in it for some reason. Um, but the ending was pretty mind blowing. Um, it was pretty amazing ending, but I love the game. I had a great time. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, I, I'm ready for the DLC now so I can play some more Far Cry. Um, and I gotta say, I think this is the best Far Cry game they've made to date. Um, I know I've heard others say, oh, 4 was better or Primal was better or whatever. I, I just think Far Cry 5 was great. This was right up my alley. This was, to me, was perfect. Um, then because I played that and I completed that, I was like, okay, I need something else. So I went into the game pass and I saw this game called the hunter call of the wild. And I'm like, all my guns, I got guns. I've never done a hunting game, but I thought I would try it. I probably played it for about an hour. And then I turned it off and actually uninstalled it. So I was like, this is so boring. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to track this deer and they're like, Oh, the deer, this deer is the, and it's like right at the beginning of the game. There's really, the tutorial sucks. The, they don't really explain it. The, like the maps of the controls are like, like you're trying to pinpoint on a map and your cursor's like, zing, zing, zing. I'm like, okay, barely touch the cursor to get it to move to where you want. It's like, I can't, I couldn't get the cursor to go where I wanted to set a waypoint and, and then it's like, okay, you got to run everywhere. And then they're like, well, when you run, you make noise. So it's like, what you really need to do is crouch and walk quietly everywhere you go. I'm like, oh, this is this is brutal. Um, I did kill one deer, but I think it was like your first, it was your first one. So I think they, and I never even saw it. Like all of a sudden it was like, bling, you know, they make this noise and they outlined it for you. I'm like, I would have never seen it. You know, so I did kill it and then it ran or I shot it and it ran away and they're like, follow it. And I must have ran a mile before it finally dropped dead on the road. And um, so I skinned it and and then it's like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do next. Like, I'm trying to track another deer and I can't get to them and they keep telling me, oh, they smell you or they hear you or I'm just like and I wandered around for like almost an hour and I was like, all right, this is dumb, man. <laughs> this is dumb. I'm like. I know I'm doing something wrong, but it's not tutorializing me. It's like there, this should be better for someone brand new into a hunting game. There should be like the idiot's tutorial guide or something that I can go and play to learn what it is I'm supposed to do. Cause like I got these calls. I don't know what the calls are for. There's this spray and I'm like, what am I spraying? Like it doesn't tell you anything. So yeah, I uninstalled that one, but the game does look, the game did look good. Uh, I'll <laughs> give it that. It's purdy. <laughs> so, but that's, that's all I played this week. Um, and I want to put a plug in here for uh, going off the grid here again. So Rob, do you remember the TV show lost in space? Uh, yes, I do. All right. So you watched that as a kid. How about you, Daniel? I watched the movie in the nineties. Okay. So you, I didn't watch which, the show. Which sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was okay. Joey was in it. It was no good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was okay. I didn't mind that movie that much, but it wasn't very good. The original TV show was fantastic. I loved it. I didn't know about it, but I came across Netflix 
has done a reboot of that series. It is available right now, the whole first season on Netflix, 10 episodes. I've watched the first five, and I think it's phenomenal. I love oh, wow. it. It's it's all the all the characters are there, but they've really like messed with it a lot. It's 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 you know it's very different from the original. So, but it still has the the Robinson family, but the robot is like very different. I don't want to say anything. Um, you'll find out in the first episode, but how how the robot comes about is is like oh whoa that's pretty crazy and and yeah. it's like and it leaves this thing like i don't know if i can trust the robot and then the whole dr smith story is freaking bizarre like it it's going to throw you for a loop when when you first see that character and then it's just like kind of how the how the show is going um so it's it's different than the original so they've completely rebooted it it still has that family um, it, it's like PG 13. So, and I've been watching it and I'm like, my kids are going to watch this. I'm going to, I'm going to let them watch this. They're going to love it. Kids are going to like it. Cause there's kids in it. Like the kids that are in it all fit my kids ages. Um, it, it's exciting sci-fi science. There's comedy in it. One of the kids is pretty much the comic relief. Um, but it's funny because it's like, yeah, I can see, you know, like my is kids that saying one that. of the girls. Yes. Penny. Okay. Um, and, and it's, it's just a really good show. Um, so check it out. Um, I, I highly recommend it. I, I've been reading some stuff online today and it doesn't look like it's getting reviewed very well. Um, which really? but everybody I know, like I saw so many people today on Facebook, like I'm watching this and this is great. And I was like, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> you know what? Um, and I saw uh, several friends of mine have been watching it today and are like, this is so good. This is so good. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. I like it. Um, so get out there and watch it. If you enjoyed the first one and want to see an, uh, an update that looks really good, it, it's completely modernized. Um, it, it's check it out. I would love to see a second season of this, but so anyway, I, I, I saw the first episode. That's the only one I've seen so far. And I was kind of wondering about it because, you know, it was a little bit of a departure from the original series and from the movie as well. And I was really surprised a little bit by some of the um, changes that they've done. But in retrospect, if they made it a copy of the original show, it would have been kind of lame, you know? Right. Yeah. So, like... Like you said, the whole thing about the robot, and I, I'm sure you know more about the robot than I do, but that that was messed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I still don't know what to think of it. It it's, yeah. but it's neat because it just totally goes. Hmm. I mean, it it's a complete twist on what the original yeah. and the whole Doctor Smith thing. I'm just like, oh man. I, <laughs> I, so far I'm not happy, and I keep thinking. Oh, I really like the original Dr. Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do not like this current one is all I'm going to say. Um, I think that's by design, though, isn't it? Well, I they, saw they something want in a character that you hate. Oh, yeah, that's but this want. this I just don't think this character. I don't like the actor actor. Uh, I don't like the person portraying that mm -hmm. role. OK, I don't think this that that particular actor is very good. Um, I think 
in in okay. other things I've seen this actor in, I kind of like okay, I could do oh. without you. I so, but it it like it, like that one space spaceship scene towards the end of the first episode. It was almost like like bad acting sort of. It is it, that yeah. to me that's the one actor that can't act in right. this show. Every, I think everyone else is excellent. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, yeah. so. But anyways, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. But Lost in Space on Netflix, season one is out now. Check it out. It's fun. And uh, it looks to be, so far, probably pretty safe for your kids. Um, I'm going to let mine watch it, so I think you're going to love it. All right. Uh, let's move on. All right. So you can support the show if you'd like by going to uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. I uh, want a special thanks out to Phil for uh, increasing your pledge. We appreciate that. Um, big thanks. So you can go out there and uh, set whatever level you want, uh, and they'll, they'll take that out for you each and every month. So uh, you can do a dollar, you can do a million dollars, whichever you'd like. Uh, we're not going to complain. Um, and if you want to leave just a one-time tip, you can go to thisxboxlife.com slash forward slash donate, and just that's a one-time thing. You can also subscribe to our channels on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. So we got a lot of topics to get into this week. The first one, and a lot of these I'm hoping to just streamline through because I don't want to make another three-hour show. Because um, poor Daniel's out on the East Coast <laughs> and has to go to work in what? About five hours? <laughs> um, yeah, five hours. So... Um, so I just wanted to say there's more Xbox One X games getting enhancements. And I think this group is already out. Yeah, this, this already started. So Rob, without a you, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It's got the Xbox One X enhancement added to it. Is Now, you have not played this yet, correct? Yeah, I got it. You, I got it on uh, backwards compatibility, I don't know, sometime last year. But you didn't play it yet, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. What for an hour? So, pretty much. <laughs> no, no I, I put a little bit of time into it, and I'm actually curious to see how it improves. Although I don't think that the 360 games improve as much as the original do. Well, I remember this game looking good to begin with. Um, exactly. So I I actually want to throw it in. I haven't done it yet, but I want to get around to playing it. And, and seeing what how good it looks but and also kind of want to play it again just to gear up for the second game but i i probably won't because it's such a long game but uh, gears of war 2 portal 2 sonic generations and star wars the force unleashed all received updates this past week uh that are xbox one x enhanced so check those out i will say i watched this video of where they were showing gears of war 2 like the original and then the enhanced and i didn't see anything different between them i, I kept looking at it I was like i'm not seeing anything different so maybe that does kind of go back to what you were just saying rob is they didn't update as well but like crackdown was like holy crap that was like mind-blowing different like it was so obvious so i was kind of surprised with years of war 2 i didn't really see it but, was uh, that the remake or was that the one for the 360? 
that's getting enhanced. It's the uh, three. It just says, here's a word two. Um, so I want to, these are just the classic 360 games. So the original okay. is what it looks gotcha. like. But they would show like the original and then they go, hey, here's the enhanced. And you know, as it would sweep across, and I'm like, I didn't see anything different. Like, I'm like, what was different about that? And every time they did it, I'm like, I still don't see anything different. So maybe maybe there was a problem with the video or the way they recorded it. I'd imagine it would be enhanced, but the video didn't look like it. But anyways, that's available. Um, the next big bit of news, which is why I named this OG Baby, because I am so excited. I cannot wait for this. I think it's what? Tuesday is it what is today's date today's the 15th yeah it's this Tuesday I'm so excited so there was a big announcement at uh, on that inside Xbox episode 2 that happened what last week I think it was Monday or no it was Wednesday I think it was Wednesday Tuesday or Wednesday of last week it was Tuesday actually sorry because I was traveling and I couldn't watch it because <laughs> I was on, on site with a customer. Didn't really think they'd want me booting up this video and watching. Hold on. I'm busy. I got to watch this well, the next maybe hour. Maybe they wanted to watch too. I, I mean, don't shouldn't think have been so. so selfish. You know, I was in a conference room. I could have, hold on. I got to plug this into the projector. Let's watch guys. I don't think that would have <laughs> gone over well. I probably would have been going. I probably wouldn't have a job tomorrow if uh, I had done that. But one of the big things they announced was original Xbox backward compatible games. So when they first announced this, they gave us a list of, what, 17-ish, roughly? And we really haven't seen anything since. Um, and now we're going to get some more starting this week. So this coming April 17th, so this Tuesday, we're going to see Blinks the Time Sweeper, Breakdown, Conquer Live and Reloaded, The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, Jade Empire, Panzer Dragoon Orta, SSX3, and the one I'm waiting on, Hunter the Reckoning. Um, I actually have that game on disc. I remember one someone in our community, and I believe it was Stephen King, who, and I apologize, Stephen, if I if we're, if it, if it wasn't you and it was someone else, I apologize, but I think it was Stephen. Uh, I had original Xbox. I couldn't find that game on disc anywhere, and I was searching around. He found it and sent it to me. And I loaded it up in my original Xbox. It would go to launch the game, and it would stop. So I think that my original Xbox that I have, just I don't know if it's a disc problem or if it's the drive problem, but now I can put that disc in my Xbox One X on Tuesday, download the digital version, and I can play it. So I'm, like, really excited, and I won't have to buy the game because of an awesome community member who sent it to me. So I will be playing that this week. I cannot wait. And then on it, April, what was that? Will it, will it be on digital? Well, to download you, yes. If you don't own the discs, then you can buy these from the store digitally. Mm -hmm. If you own these discs from the original Xbox, you can put them in your drive. It'll recognize the game, and then it will download the digital version. But you do have to have the disc in the drive to play it. Gotcha. So it's just like with Crackdown. I have to have the Crackdown disc in my Xbox One X to play it, but it's still downloaded like downloaded like a six, seven gig game. Uh, so it doesn't use the disc only to prove you own it. So yeah, take that PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I'm happy about that. And then uh, coming up on April 26, Destroy All Humans, Full Spectrum Warrior, Mercenaries, Playground of Destruction, MX Unleashed, Panzer Elite Action, Fields of Glory, Europe Only. And then we've got Star Wars Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, Star Wars Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. We've got Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords, and Star Wars Republic Commando. So we just got a huge influx of Star Wars games. And I know a lot of people are excited to go back and play the original Battlefronts. I mean, I, I, I had to find this funny that the original Battlefront 2 is coming back. And I'm like, I think that's going to hurt <laughs> the sales of the new one even more. <laughs> yeah. Especially since I have a story. Well, I'll just say it. Uh, microtransactions are coming back to Battlefront 2. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But And then also Knights of the Old Republic. Um, I bet a lot of people will be putting some time in on that game. And I might have to try it out because I never played it. And I've heard that's just like a classic. So That's really good. It's really, really good. So that's what's coming out here. Uh in the very near future, in the next two weeks. So this week and next week, we're going to have a whole bunch of OG games. So that's I'll cool. be trying. I'll be trying a uh, Morrowind Elder Scrolls Three. I'll be trying that because when I played on the original Xbox, it would just lock up every time I would try to like collect stuff in one house or something. The oh, game yeah. would just like lock down and freeze up. I'm just like, oh. But that's one I will try. See if it does work properly, finally. So yeah, if you want any of those games on the list, I would say hit your used game shops. See if they still have any original Xbox games. If they do, buy them. Because you pro- you'll get them there a lot cheaper than you will buying a digital version, yeah. I'm sure. It'll probably cost 5 to 10 bucks to buy the digital version on the Xbox store. But if you don't have anything nearby, it's still you can still play them cool good stuff yeah i was sort of disappointed to see that jedi knight wasn't on that list and uh that was one of my most favorite old star wars games jedi knight jedi academy is yeah yeah is that a different one yeah i think it was was it dark forces or something like that it was a previous one i think that was a more recent one and And go to user feedback Oh, oh! You know what? I don't think it actually came out on Xbox. That's probably why I didn't see it. I know one of them came I'm, out. Like Jedi yeah. Academy came out on Xbox. Yeah, right. That's so. yeah. Jedi anyway, Knight. well, you'll have to look it up, Rob. Yeah. And if it's uh, if there's an original Xbox game, this is for anybody. They they do have a, a list, or you can go to user feedback for Microsoft, and they have requests for this so they're put your votes in to get these games uh backwards compatible all right the next news item is i mentioned inside xbox uh episode two had uh come out just recently so the first thing they did is they talked about the xbox backwards compatible which we just went over um they talked about fan fest at e3 2018 um, and I'm not going to go into all these. I just want to tell you what's there. So if you didn't see Inside Xbox, uh, the second episode this past week, 
Uh, you can watch it on their YouTube page. Um, they do have the video there, so you can go watch it. But these are just some of the things they talked about. So the Fan Fest, they talked about Ghost Recon Wildlands Season 2. Um, they actually did, and they actually had a talk with um, Michael Ironsides, Mr. Sam Fisher himself. Uh, they actually had him on the show, so that was kind of cool. Uh, they you know, I never would have recognized him if, well, if he didn't talk <laughs> and he just sat there. You know, from all the movies that I've seen him in, I, I never would have recognized him. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I think I still would. I think I, I, I still would have known, but he does look a little different. <laughs> yeah. Um. They talked some PUBG and talked with um. Uh, Mr. PUBG himself and Dead Mouse, and they talked about Robocraft Infinity, which is a game that just came out this week. Um, and if you have Xbox Game Pass, it's free. This is where you can build your own like robot and go out and fight it against other. I mean, you design your robot; it can drive, fly, whatever. Looks like a kind of like a Minecraft, Roblox, uh, Mech Warrior <laughs> type of thing. You know, build your robot and go fight it. And then they did a. a Talked about the spring update. Lots of stuff in there that they covered. And then, uh, I don't know, did you guys see the Walking Dead, the Overkills, the Walking Dead trailer for Maya? Wow. <laughs> I got to play that game. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry for the cough. That When I saw that trailer, I was just like, whoa. I okay, now I want to play this game, and I don't even know what <laughs> the gameplay is going to look like. <laughs> Um, I hope Can it, I pre-order. Yeah, we're thinking. take my money now. <laughs> so, but uh, that looks phenomenal. So again, really cool looking trailer for uh, that you'll see in that show. So check it out. Yeah, hopefully it's not like what was that one? Survival Instinct. Oh, that other Walking Dead game that was terrible. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right now we have that, and we have the Telltale. The Telltale. Stuff. Yeah. This, if you know, it is just a trailer, but if the game looks anything like this, this has some really good potential. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this game's actually going to play like. Daniel, did you get a chance to see this episode? No, I haven't. Okay. I, I didn't get, haven't gotten around to it, but I am looking at Robocraft Infinity, and it does look pretty sweet. Yeah, if you're on, you got the Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have the Game Pass trial to try out Sea of Thieves, and might as well try this out too. Yeah, um, I know if I show this to my kids, they're gonna probably never stop playing it. So I'm debating, like, do I want to tell them about this? I probably will. It was it was fun. I gotta say, I was walking past our family room. All of a sudden, I heard an achievement pop, and I turned around, Gee. and my youngest had popped an achievement. He's playing the Minecraft story for the telltale mm. game the story game mm -hmm. yeah. and i was just like achievement <laughs> he, he just kind of turned around and was grinning because he was he, he's like i finally made it past the hard part dad and i was like cool so he's having fun with that game and he would love to build his own robot that uh that game the minecraft story mode made my little girl cry oh did really? it? it yeah yeah towards the end when a certain thing happens i don't know if anybody's played it all but you can tell it's gonna come and it happens and my little girl just started bawling oh no like she, she was crying 
really bad. But she loved the game. She she got through it. She was just basically watching my wife play. But it was it was it was pretty good. <laughs> well, I guess I'll I'll see what happens here. I'm sure. Yeah, tell me yeah, you might <laughs> might have to go uh, pat him on the back or something if he starts crying. Playing yeah. it. Uh, it's coming. Yeah, my youngest. He's pretty. Uh, he's all boy, but he's he's uh, he's sensitive too. <laughs> Uh, if it's the sad part, I could see him not enjoying it. So, all right. Um, next thing is this is really cool news. So, if if you know we've got Mixer integrated and Twitch integrated into the Xbox, uh, and Mixer makes it real easy. I mean, it, it. And I really personally, I like the Mixer platform a lot. Um, not trying to knock Twitch. Twitch is really cool. Um, and hey, they, Amazon owns them, so woo, go Twitch. Um, but the Mixer platform, I've really grown to like it, and and now they've actually uh, partnered with Lightstream. So one of the kind of downers that I think people that are are broadcast or, or streaming from their Xbox only, they don't really have that ability to put in like all the cool stuff and and, and do a production with with visuals and and, and different things. Now you can. Um, they've, they've merged with Lightstream, or sorry, they've partnered with Lightstream, and they've built, uh, so I'm just going to read this. So with Mixi, Mixer Broadcasting built natively into the Xbox One and Windows 10, anyone can easily stream their gameplay with just a few clicks. Now with Lightstream Studio, you can make um, branding and personalizing your Mixer streams just as easy. Lightstream Studio is free and easy way to add a professional touch to your stream Edit right in your browser. No download needed. Best of all, once you have everything set up the way you like, the media will be added to your stream automatically every time you go live. And this is even if you're broadcasting from your Xbox. So you can set up on your computer through this web page, say this is what I want it to look like and, and do all that. Then anytime you stream, you'll get the overlays and all the or whatever's part of this free package. That stuff will be there as part of your stream. And I think that's really cool. So you can add text, images, and overlays, slideshows, webcams, stream alerts, stuff like that. Um, uh, so check it out. Um, the story is you can either go to Lightstream, um, and that is golightstream.com is their site. I think if you go to lightstream.com, it takes you somewhere else, a different. So it's golightstream.com. Um, or go to uh, the Xbox Wire, the news.xbox.com, and click on the story there. It'll take you to the Lightstream blog. But you can get all set up. So I think it's really cool. All right. Uh, the division, real quick. The, so I want to just run through a couple of these. And I'm, I'm tired of talking. Uh, the division adds Xbox One X enhancements and new content. Uh, so if you haven't played the division for a while, you can check that out with new new stuff. Um, microtransactions, like I said, are returning to Battlefront Two this coming week. Um, what, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the so what it is is they're bringing back the crystals as the sole item that can be purchased with real world money. Crystals will strictly be used to unlock cosmetic skins such as Endor Leah and Endor Han. Uh, which are two of the 50 new personalization items being introduced in the latest update. 
Um, you don't have to spend money to get them. You can, they can still be purchased with in-game credits. So it, it's not as terrible as it sounds. It's just going to be for cosmetic stuff. Um, and, I, you know, I really don't care too much. Um, if, if they want to try to generate money, I think cosmetic is the way that they should be doing it. Um, and at least you can still kind of unlock them. Um, you know, it gives the option for people that want to do it, but it doesn't unbalance the gameplay. So that is coming back. And then 2K Studios reportedly is developing a new Bioshock game. So we will, again, it's just, hey, we may have something new uh, in the Bioshock area. So that's really all there is there. The last thing I want to talk about, I think, oh, no, it's not. Oh, I'm tired. All right, Rob and, and, and Daniel, you guys can step in here. So Destiny 2, Daniel's favorite game. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, their next expansion is called Warmind, and it's coming next month. It'll be here in May, um, and this will be arrive on May eighth with the start of season three. So, what do you think of? You've played uh, Destiny two, right? Right, Daniel. Yes. Uh, when it first came out, I put a lot of time into it, and it was a lot of fun, but. You know, over time, I just realized that it was just everything was just skins you were getting. Like, you get a new weapon skin or you get a new armor skin and you can color it however you want. But it wasn't like Destiny 1. Destiny 1, where if you go to a raid, you get the raid gear. It comes with a set. You get better at the raid. It's nothing like that in Destiny 2. It's just bland and plain. And the first raid was, oh, I get a gold gun, a golden white gun. And what does it do special? Nothing. It's just a golden white gun. But it just, it's funny how they're going backwards to Destiny 1 to try to fix Destiny 2. But as for the DLC, I can care less. I'm, I'm done. I'm about like Brun, I'm done. <laughs> Instead of one and done, it's Brun and done. <laughs> Brun, Brun and done, yeah. Yep, there you go. So, yeah, the, the roadmap they broke out said that they can expect Destiny 2 through, uh, showed what we can expect through the summer. They're going to have weapon slot changes and weapon randomization are on the schedule for September. Uh, but, yeah, it doesn't really sound like a whole ton of stuff. Uh, they got new Crucible maps for Warmind and Curse of Osiris. Will now be available to all the players. The, the community and the Crucible Unified. Everyone will see new arenas and match-made playlists. Uh, this means more opponents for everyone. So I don't know. It does. It kind of sounds like they're trying to fix a problem they created by <laughs> segmenting the community, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they went backwards instead of forwards. The graphics went forward, but the gameplay went backwards. That's the way I feel. Yeah, I didn't... I... Yeah, I Destiny was a game I say I didn't like, even though I played almost 200 hours, which surprises me. But I played the campaign a lot. I guess I grammed out a lot of stuff, but I didn't like the raids. I, I guess that's just I didn't get that. I didn't enjoy that. Uh, it's just not my style of game. Um, and I and just everything they've done, I've I've almost picked up Destiny two not long ago because it was like 50 percent off and. I was in that 
time frame of like, well, I don't have a game to play. Well, at least I could buy this at half price, and then I could, I could just play the campaign and the story because I did enjoy the story part before. But I'm like, nah, I really don't want to give these guys any of my money. <laughs> I don't care if it's only half price. So I didn't get it. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Well, the I will say the story in Destiny Two was really nice. Like it's actual, it actually feels like a campaign. Like you go through a certain set of missions, work your way, you have cutscenes, and it feels like an actual story-driven game. Unlike Destiny One, where it just felt like blah. Yeah. But everything else about Destiny Two is just just doesn't feel right. Well, they, maybe it'll hit the games, Xbox Game Pass. No, it probably won't. That's Activision. They'll no, never give it away. No, they'll never. No. <laughs> I guess I'll never play it. Um, if it ever shows up free someday, then, then I'll play it. All right. Well, making a quick, uh, I'm going to make a quick switch here um, and talk about the lack of achievements on Nintendo Switch. Uh, they don't have an achievement system. But the Minecraft, the Nintendo Switch version. Okay, wait a minute. The Switch's version of Minecraft will soon bring Microsoft's brand of achievements to the platform. A set of Xbox Live achievements for Minecraft for Nintendo Switch was recently spotted uh, uh, and posted on Twitter and by achievement tracking website True Achievements. So the achievement list appears similar to the Xbox version of the game as well as those on non-Microsoft platforms like Android and iOS. But uh, So if you are an achievement hound, um, you may be soon be able to play Minecraft on your Switch and get Xbox achievements. So I thought that was kind of cool. What do you guys think of that? I think it's cool. I mean, I, I got into the Minecraft fad late. So it still feels new to me. I, sometimes I'll play maybe one or two hours just building stuff, which is boring, but I just get into it. But as for the Twitch, the Switch, I probably won't buy it on the Switch because we have it on PC and Xbox, multiple copies. Achievements, man. <laughs> I, was, I used in the 360 days, I used to care. Yeah. But now it's. I, I can't. Rob, you can get this so, game for your son and tell him to play under your under your gamer tag. No, he doesn't play it under father's systems. He's too much in the Roblox universe right now. Yeah. But I, I the way I read this, granted I only kind of glanced at it, but I thought it was actual Xbox achievements, not Xbox like achievements. That's right. I believe that is correct. Because yeah. um, you, let's see, because like, like on, like same with Microsoft, non-Microsoft, or sorry, Microsoft games. Like I've played Microsoft games on my iOS um, or on my, mm-hmm. on my, on my iPhone sure. and I get Xbox live achievements. They show up those games because it's an Xbox branded game. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine it would be the same thing just because you're playing it on the Switch. It'll probably say something like Minecraft for Switch or 
you know, switch version, but you're going to see those achievements yeah. in your Xbox live gamer. You know, yeah. So if you'll, you can see that which achievements you have, you should be able to track them on your Xbox or on your mm-hmm. PC. Um, yeah, they would still show up. So it's not yeah, a, specific yeah. to switch. They are real Xbox live achievements. Yeah. There's a article on polygon that talked about this. And some Microsoft representative confirmed that the Switch version of of Minecraft will track Xbox Live achievements later this year. Yep. And it says, we can confirm that Minecraft players on Switch will soon be able to earn achievements tied to Xbox Live once the Bedrock update is released. There you go. Interesting. That's cool. Yep. So now I can get the uh, respawn the Nether Dragon achievement. There you go. On my Switch. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's like doubling up the achievements so you can get them again. Because <laughs> yeah. it will be like a separate game. It'll be treated separately. It's like Borderlands 2. I rebought it for the one, and I'm getting new achievements because I 100% of that game. Right. And I'm getting more achievements, and, I, and then I just kind of look at myself. I'm like, do I really want to grind all these hours into this game again? I know someone who would tell you yes. <laughs> she's she's got me now to do I've what one k three games in a row. <laughs> nice Diablo, um, Dead Island. I went back and played it again and got all the one thousand again, and then uh, Far Cry Five. I got one k. And now I'm waiting. Her and I are going to play Dead Island Riptide. <laughs> so that'll be the next one. <laughs> so, but I don't have the bug yet. But there, you know, she's kind of pushing on me a little bit. But I'm not diving back in whole hog. So, all right. Last thing I want to talk about is I'm going to throw it over to Rob after this. Sea of Thieves. Game's been out three weeks, a little over. That's and, it. And people are already complaining about lots of things, including lack of content. So the game, when they first, you know, before it even released, they talked about additional content that was going to be coming in the summer. Well, looks like we're going to get some of the stuff a little bit earlier due to the uh, all the hullabaloo over this game. And I believe in May we're going to see the first stuff. But they said... Let's see. The first content update, The Hungering Deep, will release in May and bring with it a new AI threat to the world. Crews will work together to discover and defeat this threat as part of a unique event. I'd imagine something along the lines of the Kraken. Uh, Because it's a public event. We will also be, or Skull Islands or Skeleton, whatever those things are called. Uh, The Skeleton Forts. Uh, we will also be introducing a number of new mechanics to assist players on this adventure. There will be a unique reward that players can earn as part of the event. Beyond this, we will bring our weekly events programming program during May, where we introduce new mechanics and give players fun new ways to play with weekly events and aw- rewards. In the summer, they'll debut two more content updates with Cursed Sails, which will include a new ship type, and Forsaken Shores, which will introduce players to a perilous new part of the world to explore. So we're going to get additional areas. This will be similarly to the Hungering Depth. Both of the Hungering D- 
deep. Both of these updates will also include new gameplay mechanics for players, new AI threats to challenge, and new unique rewards to claim. As we've always said, we never want to do anything to separate our players, so we're pleased to confirm that all content updates will be available to all our players at no additional cost. So there is more stuff coming. Looks like starting in May, you're going to get the first bit of content to see a Thieves. All right. All right. That's it, Rob. Need a need a water break. All right. So I got a couple of things. Uh, first up, for all of the Dreamcast fans out there, Shenmue One and Two has been announced for Xbox One. Looks like they're going to be packaged together. They're not going to be, you know, full HD remasters for whatever that means. They're going to be somewhat modernized, you know, what these games were almost 20 years old, or at least the original one was, because I think it came out in like 98-ish, 99, something like that. So yeah, almost 20 years, 20 years, wow. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so when this comes out later on this year, because it's projected to be released in 2018, you can, if you play the original game, you can search for sailors once again. That was a a big joke with the original Shenmue where this dude kind of walked around looking for sailors everywhere. There's some YouTube videos on it. If, if you care to, take a look. But uh, yeah, Shenmue 1 and 2 coming out. Then uh, just a little bit of a recap. A couple of things. One thing that was really interesting was that there's an analyst that made a prediction. His his name is Richard Swinburne. Yeah, I think Swinburne. I think I pronounced that correctly. He posted uh, the following. Calling it now, April 2018, the next-gen Xbox will use an Intel chip and GPU for Microsoft to differentiate against the PS5 and for Intel to show its gaming cred. Both Microsoft and Intel have strong U.S. and Europe branding. Mm. What do you guys think about this? you think it might happen? or Are they going to ditch AMD? Does it matter? Wow. That's- I have no clue. I don't know anything about tech savvy stuff. This is surprising. How's that? I I, they, I don't know of anyone that's ever used Intel. It, it seems like AMD's always been the chip manufacturer for consoles. They're, yeah. they're just better priced, you know. Um, I this is good for Intel, I think, and they 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 need this. I think uh, PCs are not selling like they used to be. Uh, you know, and Intel kind of missed the whole mobile market. And, um, yeah, and I can yeah. say this now because I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, they, I, you know, they, they're in the PC market, and that's basically kind of it. You know, they're trying to get into other avenues, and, you know, I think this will be a good one. I Personally, I'd love to see Intel chips in these things because I... You know, I've always felt and believed that Intel outperforms AMD. So, yeah, um, you know, AMD, like in the PC space, I mean, they make some good chips, 
they're a lot more affordable than the Intel versions, but right. I think the Intel ones kind of smoke him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I so, don't know. Will it be the i9 or will it be some, will it be a, a special version? You know, AMD does make special chipsets for these consoles. So yeah. Will Intel do the same or will it be like a, an i9 going in there? Well, it's pretty expensive. You know, if it's going the way that it is with the Xbox basically running Windows, you know, it could potentially not even be something specific to the Xbox. You know, it could be just something off the shelf. Yep. Well, it'll I be think that would almost be happens. better. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what it is, I guess. You know, the, the thing is, is like when they so say we get another Xbox... You know, you're going to want something not... Typically, they're not off-the-shelf parts for when it comes to the CPU. You know, right. like our current one, they, these are special. They're specially made, not you know, not what you typically see in a PC. So if you're just throwing in any kind of, oh, here, here, put an i5 in there. Sorry, that's not going to perform very well. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, want a, I want a bleeding-edge processor in these things so that they last. So that would be my only concern is if they're going to use off the shelf, what off the shelf chips are they using? So, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, yeah. In a couple of years. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, looks like uh, Phil Spencer has been making some comments as to what is going on in the world of Xbox, and this is in relations to. You know, the first party games lineup. So he posted on the 13th, or he tweeted on the Twitter Our hardware took time, our service platform took time, and continuing to grow our first party will take time. A high quality and diverse first party, yes, with single player, because I think that's what SP means. Yeah, single player. Built the right way is our goal and what our customers deserve. We can have similar results to what we've seen in hardware and platform. And looks like he went on to talk to uh, Ryan McCaffrey, basically saying that they want to have what they call masterpiece level exclusives like God of War. So... It's interesting how they're kind, you know, they're trying to go into, let's say, like a niche that I think Sony has, like a really good lock on with some of their games. Yeah. And, you know, it would be nice. It would definitely benefit the platform. Yeah, they've mentioned they wanted um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn style of game. And sure. God of War. And, yeah, they need. They they just need more good games, you know, that I think are first party or exclusive only to the console and to the Windows 10. You know, and, and for the people out there complaining, oh, get it off Windows 10, it's still Microsoft, you know. doesn't matter. Yeah. So, and I like it being on both because, you know, maybe I might want to play something one day on my PC instead of sitting on the Xbox and I can play it there and it's cross-play, cross-platform, cross Achievements, whatever, everything just comes across. It, it, I like that. <laughs> right. So. 
I just uh, I just downloaded Sea of Thieves on my PC so that my other kid can play while me and my son play in the living room together. And it'll still be logged in as me, so I only you know only have one game pass and three people are playing at the same time. Yep. So it's really nice. Yeah, there's some good benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far as the like games only for Xbox, give me a um, brute force back, man. I I really love that game. I don't know what happened to it. It was an original Xbox game, but I would love to see that come back. Brute force. It's just old school. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm. I don't think I've ever played that one. It's a good one, but it's you know it's it's old. But it's a good one. Well, maybe that'll come back on the OG back compat someday. I would buy that the day it comes out and probably <laughs> play it through right there. <laughs> all right, Rob. What else you got? That's it. Uh oh. That is all. You know what time it is. Yes. <laughs> it's that time again, folks. Today on this Xbox All right, so I got a couple. Um, it's going to be kind of muted, but, you know, still something I'm going to complain about. So the first one really kind of comes from the news that Tom Clancy's The Division got a 4K update this week. And I was like, okay, but what about HDR? <laughs> um, you know, the we got that Insects demo or app, if you will, that you can go in and you can download it. It's free. You can run and you can see the difference between 4K and HDR. And HDR to me really makes the biggest difference. When I when I'm on a big screen TV and I'm sitting eight, ten, twelve feet back, you don't really notice the 4K that much. If you are up close, then yes, 4K does make a difference. But HDR is huge, and I was kind of disappointed that. The division still doesn't have HDR. Um, if it if it does, I have not been able to find it. And every article I've looked at was still like, this game doesn't have HDR. You know, they got it in Wildlands, but they don't have it in the division. And and I'm like, and I was looking through some of their updates, and yeah, it's just a 4K update. Um, I I think you know to me that tells me they're just trying to hit a number because maybe the consumer is not up to date on stuff, and they're like, oh, 4K, 4K, this is what it has to have. But in reality, we need HDR. You know, give me an HDR update over a 4K update any day. Uh, it's nice to have both, but if I can only have one, I'd rather have HDR. The games just simply look better. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Am I off my rocker? <laughs> well, I don't have an HDR 4K. I wish I knew that I needed that, but I didn't get it. So 
so when I was playing the insect thing, it had the HDR button and I couldn't like knock it over, like turn it on or turn it off. And I'm like, I don't have HDR. So I was unable to see the difference. But I do play Sea of Thieves like side by side on my uh, TVs. We have two 4Ks. We have an X and an Xbox One S. And it just looks amazing in comparison. The S still looks amazing. But like I see both the screens, same time, same loading screen, everything. And it looks like the S is like foggy and just kind of blurry at points. But I just, I, I wish I would have bought an HDR 4K. But it is what it is. <laughs> you get it in the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the next one I'll be sure to get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, is this something that might they might be rolling out in waves? Because I know a bunch of games before, you know, they added something, then they had another release afterwards that added more. I don't expect that they will because we're gonna get we're gonna either see or get info about the Division Two at E3 this year. So mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know I I think if they would have done it they would have done it here with this 4K update. Uh, but I mean, I suppose they could still roll it out later. You know, even now the 4K update seems kind of kind of pointless, I guess, when they're going to announce uh, or show off Dest- uh, Division Two here in just a couple of weeks. But I don't know. I just think they should. They, these two should go hand in hand, in my opinion. Bring them both out. Um, I just to do a 4K update and not do any HDR just seems weird to me, but. But yeah, I guess for gamers that have like you know like cornbread here, the cornbread, <laughs> you don't have HDR. He's not going to know the difference anyways. So, um, yeah. and you know there could be. I think there's still a lot of gamers that aren't even on 4K yet. Um, you know, as more TVs are bought, these are just going to be part of it. But so that, that to me that was just a disappointment because I just have really been a fan of HDR um, recently. Since now that I see the big difference. <laughs> The uh, the next rant that I had was, you know, I, I feel frustrated over some of these game developers these days where they're just throwing games out and we really don't have any content. It seems to be, you know, I felt like Destiny had that issue uh, when it came out and the game really never matured until it, until it got its, um, what was that, first DLC. I can't even think of the name of it, but... Um, that's where the game kind of like, oh, we fixed all this and we did this. And I mean, even making changes to the game itself, like, oh, this is what it should have been at launch. Um, Sea of Thieves has come out and had a lot of problems, but they're already like, there's no content. It's just like you're doing the same thing over and over, even for a grindy game. This is, there's really not a lot here. And even if you get to uh, pirate status or whatever, legendary pirate status, you know, like, oh, there's this new, there's this new um, group that opens up, and they give you missions. But the missions are just missions from the other three, so there's nothing new, you know. And it's just like, really, what what's the drive to get to the, you know, the legendary pirate? It's just kind of like non-existent. There's really not much there. And if you guys, and I'm not going to say anything, but. To get there, you would think it'd be a bigger ordeal than what it actually turns out to be. There's really not a whole lot to it, um, which is kind of a letdown. I just feel like something someone who's grinded out to level 50 in all three merchants 
and achieve legendary status you get something a little bit more than what you actually get um, again it's like lack of content um, and it seems like a lot of games uh, Rainbow Six Siege uh, as good as that game was it has matured they're in the third year and it's like the game just gets better it's like um, you know as it goes on and uh, we're getting into season or year two of Wildlands and what year two of the division and it's like even the division it was like a while before the game really kind of like okay now now we've got the game we should have had um you know and i loved the division i thought it was a great game but i just getting i I feel like we're starting to see a trend um some games hold out and they wait till it's done until it ships which i really do like that while others i think they're just pushing them out the door it's like, oh, we can always add content in later, or we can just fix it later. Or we can, you know, none of us would go and buy a car that that you couldn't drive off the lot because it wasn't running yet. You know, oh, we'll fix it next month. It's like, no, you're not getting my money. Um, so I, I'm just, I wish developers and publishers would just, you know, ha- ha- be held to the same rules that any other product maker. I mean, name another, name any other product in the world where you buy something that's not complete. When you've, you've paid full retail price, the day it's released, and it's like you go buy a book or an album, it's like, you know, say you want to buy a new CD and listen to it. It's like, well, you get the other half of the album in six months when we're done with it. It, it wouldn't fly. You can't, yeah. we'll get you the, 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 the last third of a book, you know, in a couple of months when we, when we finish writing it. It's like, what? No, the it's complete. Why can't we? It used to be that way with video games, but it's not anymore. Everything that comes out is not complete. Everything that comes out, it's like, here's a day one patch, you know, um, and, and it's like, oh, there's no content. We'll add it. And I know they want to now they want to charge you for it. But like the game should be complete. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm OK with them expanding on things or improving on something, but a lack of content or just a, a broken game to be released is just, it, it should be inexcusable at this day and age. And I still don't understand like why there haven't been class action lawsuits against these companies for, for putting stuff out or, or taking our money and not really giving us what they promised. Uh, Battlefront two is a good one. All these characters are in this game and here I, I paid $80 for battlefront. And then it's like, what I can't play is, six or eight of the characters of the 12 I had to unlock and I had to spend more money to get them if I wanted to play them then. It's like I just gave you $80 for the deluxe version of this game and I can't even play all of it. You know, that that type of garbage just needs to stop. I, I'm really tired of it, you know. And again, to all of you listening, we got to speak with our, our dollar or with our wallet. Um, that's why, like I said earlier, I kind of want to play Destiny 2. But I am not going to give that developer slash publisher, any of those people, a dime to play the game because of what they've done in the past. Um, they, you know, uh, Destiny 2 came out before Destiny 1's content for Xbox was ever released. It's like they made them wait years to get that content they were promised. You're not getting my money, people. Um, and I think more gamers need to take a stand because if we don't, they're just going to keep doing it. You know, so take a stand, spread the word, tweet it out. I'm not buying this and, you know, because it's not complete. I'm not giving you my money because you did this, 
you know, social media <laughs> is is a powerful tool, you know. So instead of always having to read their ads, let's answer back, you know. Let's tell them what we're not going to do and what we're not going to pay for anymore. All right. That's it. Do you guys want to rant about anything? Come on, cornbread. You got to have a rant I, in here I somewhere. Feel, <laughs> I feel that the, uh, you know, the internet really bashed Battleground, Battlefront. I mean, I feel like they really stepped up and said, no, this is, you know, BS. Yep. Because I bought it. I played a few missions and I went to play online. It was nothing like the first one. You know, I mean, it was completely different. I had to, like you said, there's characters unlocked. I can understand DLC, you know, you buy the DLC, you get new characters, you know, a year or so down the road, but not day one. I mean, come on. And then you can add attachments and mods and become more powerful. No. Yeah. I, I got I got mad at that real quick. And I paid I just paid sixty bucks, but I paid twice. I mean, me and my son played a few games and that was it. We were just like, we don't want to play this. Yeah. Me and me and Brun tried to play it and I wanted to break my controller. I think he said that on one of the episodes. He's like you know, I was just playing with cornbread, and he he said he was about to break his controller because I physically was. I just <laughs> I did not like the way the multiplayer was because it shows you what they kill you with. And there's like they had all these like damage mods and invisible cloaks, and it just oh, it made me mad. But the original was it Battlefront for the Xbox? Yes. And Battlefront Two, I love those games because it just it felt like everybody was on an equal, you know, play level when you start. No matter your skill, your skill is always different. But, you know, no one had that extra advantage for putting in, you know, more money or more time. Yeah, so I know. you know, I know these guys got to make money, but I, I think if you keep pushing and pushing and sucking every dime out of us, you're going to find that we're going to we're not going to buy as many games yeah. as we used to. Um, and yeah, that's we'll, we'll fight back. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I'm really happy with the Game Pass. I'll give Microsoft my money, and I'm gonna get the. I'm you know I, I may still buy Crackdown Three, even though I'm getting it free. That's a game I might just pay for it anyways, just to to support them and give them my. You know, it's like that's a game I want. Keep making it. I want Crackdown Four. Um, but you know, I, the other games like Sea of Thieves or State of Decay Two, that it's like. Or even the next Forts, it's like, man, do I really want to buy Forts of Horizon Four again? You know, it's kind of. I know what the game's gonna be. I've played it three times. Do I really want to, you know, and I would because I I own every Forza game, so I have to. It's like I feel I have no choice. I can't not <laughs> buy it, but now I won't have to because I'll get it in the Game Pass, and and I like this whole idea of what Game Pass could be. It, it's getting more yeah. of what I wanted. You know, it's. I've said for years, I can't believe Gamefly hasn't set up some deal with Microsoft and Sony to say, let us do a digital rental service. Or why hasn't Microsoft or Sony done this themselves or Nintendo? You know, say, hey, you want to, I mean, you can rent movies and TV shows uh, through the platform. Why can't we rent games? I mean, I'm on a gaming console and I can't rent a video game. I can rent a movie or, or a TV show, but I cannot rent a video game. You know, so Game Pass is kind of a good kind of here you go. It's kind of like doing that, 
but it would be nice to have a I could rent anything I wanted type of GameFly type of system digitally. But I think it'll get there. I think the Game Pass will eventually grow into something like that. So we'll see. All right. Okay, Rob. I think it's time to take it to the community. Move on. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at thisxboxlife.com. Well, at the homepage. On the right side, there's going to be a little widget. You can click to leave us a voice message up to 90 seconds in length. Or you could also send us an MP3 to contact at this Xbox Life or even just any general email, question, whatever you want uh, as well. And uh, we can read that on the air or play your voicemail. Also, we're on Twitter. On the Twitter. Isn't that doesn't it have a the in front no, of it? No, it does not. Cornbread <laughs> has a the. Twitter yeah, does the, not. Yes. <laughs> the Twitters. Yeah, so uh, we're also on Twitter. Uh, this Xbox or at this Xbox Life. And you can also find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. We also have a Facebook group. There's a closed group, so you have to ask for permission if you're not already a member. That just means that people outside the group cannot see the messages, which could be a good thing, depending on when you post. Uh, a quick way to get to, the, uh, to our Facebook group is going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. And this week we have a couple of messages. Oh, a bunch of messages. No, uh, you, just five. You want to start off first? or? Sure. So Edwin writes in, he says, Will you be disappointed if Microsoft doesn't announce any first-party exclusives at A3? And if they do, what is an acceptable waiting period? One, two years? Um, if they, I, I think it's they're going to. Um they don't announce any first-party exclusives. So I, I'm sure we're going to hear about uh, at least the next Halo. Maybe not the next Gears, but it wouldn't surprise me to hear about the next Gears and uh, and Halo. We're going to see the next Forza Horizon. Those are exclusives. Um, I I fully expect to them to announce Crackdown to be coming out no later than September. Um, I think they have to release it before then, but I... I, I I'm still holding out that Crackdown's coming out this year. Uh, we know State of Decay 2 is coming out in May. Um, we So there's five games right there, and I think there's a couple more that they had. But um, as for new stuff, I do fully expect them to have, hopefully, a couple big-name things that they're going to have exclusives. Um, I would like to see it, and I would expect a couple. And I would say, no... I, I want them to stick to the whole year and a half thing, 18 months. I, I don't want to do, I don't want them to do what Sony does where, Hey, in 2025, this game's going to come out. Well, guess what? By the time that game comes out, it's not even going to be playable on the platform I'm on today. You know? So why even say it, you know? And if you look at what Sony's press conference, like last year was, they had like nothing new because for the last two years, they've been talking about the stuff that's still not out. And so this year they had to like, okay, well, here's still the stuff is coming out in the next couple of years. So uh, no, I don't want, I, I, I like the whole 18 months because that says you're going to see this game, you know, maybe through one more E3 and then it's going to release, you know. Um, but uh, what do you guys think? 
Do you, do you think uh, that we might not see any announcements for per, first party exclusives? Well, there's going to be a bunch of games that are, well, I guess they're really not announcements since we know about them. I was thinking about Anthem and a couple of those other ones. But those aren't but, first party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's time that they come out with something. I mean, I would hope that they would give us at least one. At least one. There has to be. Yeah. To, to compete, there has to be. Like, Super Lucky's Tale 2. Okay, oh. no, <laughs> but that is that is an exclusive. Uh, yeah, Quantum Break Two, Alan Wake Two. I mean, those are things we could see, um, but I don't think Quantum Break Two. I don't think we'll see that. I, but I know they want to make another Alan Wake. That that studio does. How was that game? I didn't like it. I I haven't liked anything from that developer. <laughs> so. I don't. It's just I don't know what it is. I, I thought Quantum Break was going to be awesome, and I, I got maybe three hours into it, and I'm just like, nah, I'm just done with it. I didn't, just didn't like it. So, There's too much buildup to that game. There was a lot. We were left wondering. They yeah. redid it a couple of times, didn't they? Yeah, it just wasn't. Didn't turn out to be what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, but, all right. Oh, yes. Moving to the next one, Rob. Okay, next one is from Cy. Uh, when Brun left the show, you did a couple of shows with rolling guest hosts. I enjoyed these shows and thought they helped uh, breathe new life into the format. Do you plan on doing more shows like this? No. The TXL? No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not bringing guest hosts on here. Nope. Nope. nope not ever going to do it. <laughs> and uh, a TXL versus Horrible Gamers podcast would be cool. How would that well, be cool? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> They're horrible. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah. There's nothing cool about them. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, uh, horrible gamers, they're pretty cool. Well, I'll say Gunny's cool. Because Gunny will stick to it. Like, if you're on Sea of Thieves, you want him on your ship. You want to you wanna run with Captain Gunny. Because, like, last time I played... I was with him and like we couldn't find this treasure and he and we were given all right let's just go he's like no we can do this and he actually found it it's like you know what that that guy's cool he's he's not giving up um i mean you know jesus he, he likes something one week and hates it the next week you know he can't make up his mind you know ryan team kills and you know i you know i don't know i just i don't know about those guys <laughs> All right. They're all pretty awesome. Phil Cult writes in and says, I use the achievement system to work my way through a game and never go back to a game once all the achievements are finished, or at least those that are reasonably obtainable, and therefore consider the game to be complete. How do you guys know when a game is finished, or do you consider all games to, to open-ended? How about games like Sea of Thieves, where there is no defined end? Whew. Good question. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, wow. Yeah. I myself, I consider the game finished when or completed just by me beating the story. Um, so I don't consider achievements to complete the game. Um, 
And I, I do the same thing. If there's stuff that I can go in or I really enjoyed the game and it's achievable, then I'll go after achievements. Um, only if I really loved the game. But uh, something like Sea of Thieves is, yeah, there really is no end of it. I, I, I think you could say right now the end is hitting level 50 and getting legendary status. That's probably your kind of theoretical end of that game until DLC comes out. Uh, or until, you know, and a lot of games are, you hit a certain level and it, that's it. You tap out until they do an update and increase the level cap. Um, but what about you guys? What do you think, Brian? Daniel, sorry, Brian. <laughs> I was looking at the um, next question. <laughs> I, I consider a game complete when I beat it on hard. Like, Ooh. if it's challenging and I beat it on hard, I'm probably done with it. Even though I liked it, I'll probably not pick it up again. Like, Gears of War 1 and 2, I beat those on hard. I heard the ending to 3 before I got to the story. And I just put the controller down. I'm like, no, no, my character dies. I'm done. So just it's just a matter of when I beat it on hard, the achievements that come with it, and whatever I get with it, I'm done. Lot of Rob. Um, unless unless it's like really really nice to play with other people, like Far Cry Four was really nice to jump in with people and you know capture forts. Yeah. But uh, Far Cry Five, I'm still waiting for my best friend to buy it. So, get back to you on that one. <laughs> well, just remember, you can't in Far Cry Five. You can't get the story. You yeah, can't do the no, story I'll, missions. Only who's hosting. So, yeah, I'll do the story solo and yeah. then jump in with a friend here and there. Yeah. How about it, Rob? Well, if if there's a campaign, when I finish that, I consider it done, basically. And depending on the game, I I never look back. <laughs> what what about your uh, your what is it your Clash Royale? Does that I mean does that have? Because I don't know. I'm asking, and I'm not trying to be funny by saying the game again, but I don't know what that game's about. But I imagine that it's one of those that really doesn't end either, right? Well, every match ends in three minutes, and they just do another one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> just one more. So kind of like a Gems it's of gaming, War. <laughs> gaming bliss. <laughs> <laughs> the All right. best ever. No, yeah, it really... All it is is just a series of matches and, you know, trying to best your opponents and such. So there, there technically is no end to it. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, Rob. Next. All one. right, next one is from Brian. What is the best trilogy of games? <laughs> it's a tough one. I, I, my first thought was Mass Effect. That's the first thing I thought of when I read his question. Um, even though there was a lot of controversy over this, the ending of Mass Effect Three. To me, that's one of the best trilogies I've ever played. How about you guys? I'd probably say uh, Halo 1, 2, and 3 by Bungie. Not 3, 4, 3 with Halo 4, but just those three were really, really good for me. Robin, yeah, there's a, there's, a there's a bunch of them. <laughs> you know, Gears, wasn't that kind of a trilogy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the original, yeah. Yeah. 
Gears 3 was incredible. <laughs> I'll go yeah. with that one. Hawk says Mass Effect's the only correct answer. <laughs> and he also says, uh, for the previous question, the game is over when he gets tired of it. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. That works. <laughs> All right. Ooh, we got a long one. But this one, this was a separate post, um, but it was uh, based on, I think it was last week's show. So Raymond wrote in and he said, okay, on a recent podcast, the question was put out, what is a gamer? I think a gamer is anyone who plays games, not just video games. I play video games, computer games, phone games, tabletop games. By the way, check out Will Wheaton's tabletop series online. I have found a number of games that are, that are not at your local Walmart or Target and are a ton of fun. Tessero Tessero. Tessero is easy to learn, but hard to master. And let's not forget zombie dice. Gaming is more a social aspect now than ever. If anyone has ever been to PAX, then you know this. I was able to introduce my kids to 40,000 other gamers just like us and make long-lasting friendships, and I got them to play their first rounds of D&D. I'm old. Kids are grown and moved to other parts of the country, but we still game together due to Xbox and other online abilities. COD player, gamer, Candy Crush player, gamer, Go Fish player with actual cards, gamer. It is now a social thing that wasn't around when I was a kid, and it's not going away. And yes, Mark, your wife is a gamer. Tell her it's okay. We all do it, and it's fun. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to make sure is. she reads this. <laughs> yeah. holler, you're, you're a gamer. <laughs> so... Cool. Thanks. Thanks for writing in, Raymond. Appreciate the, the response there. All right. I think that takes us to our last part, right, Rob? Right. Yep. So retail okay, releases. Okay, Rob. You forgot. <laughs> but I remembered not to start talking right at then because there was that little Rob. okay, Rob, at that Okay, moment. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Retail releases for this week, April 17th through the 20th of Tax Day. Ugh. That's anyway. today. <laughs> no, the 17th. That's when they're due. All right, so first up on Tax Day in here in the U.S., we have Casey Powell, Lacrosse 18, on April 17th. On Wednesday, April 18th, we have I Hope. I, Hope is the name. April 20th, we have Babylon 2055 Pinball. This is not at all like mm. Pinball FX. No, it is not. It really reminded me of that old space pinball that they had at Windows. Was it ninety five? Space Cadet. I think it was called. I think it was called Space Cadet. Yeah. (laughs) So that probably had better graphics. Yeah. This looks a little weird. Also on the twentieth, we have Phantom Trigger, Atomic Heist, and Space Hulk Ascension. So that's a kind of a neat little RPG game. It exists outside of the video game space as well in uh, board games and stuff. So that's it for this week. 
Uh, Games with Gold is doing the switcheroo today, tomorrow. Today slash tomorrow. So Games with Gold ending for ending its run on Xbox One is super hot. That finishes up here if it's not already done on the 15th. Uh, continuing for the month of April is The Witness and brand new is Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Then on Xbox 360 and backwards compatibility, Cars 2 is around for a couple more hours. And then new for the tail end of April is Dead Space 2. Game. That's another so, good trilogy. Yeah. Dead Space. That was mm-hmm. awesome. I I still remember Dead Space One, man, <laughs> going through there, and all of a sudden I heard something, and I was like, I don't want to go down that corridor, but you had to, <laughs> and I actually set out, I I don't want to go down there, <laughs> I was too scared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a great game. <laughs> this is where now you can have your kids do it for you. <laughs> yeah. No, now it's like I can sit back and laugh when they yeah. jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It definitely is. <laughs> All right, and then uh, as usual, lastly, if you make any purchases on Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. It's it's a great way to support the show. It does not cost you anything extra, but it uh, definitely helps us out. You can go to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon. We put on the landing page and then click on the store uh, that you need, U.S. or U.K. Um, some ad blockers and stuff will block uh, the links, so make sure to whitelist the the page to see the links. If you're on iTunes, find the show on there, give us a review, five stars if you would. That helps us get noticed in the iTunes store, and it's a great way to support the show also. Uh, also, we're on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube, so you can find our streams on there. And thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music for the show. All right, the cornbread. You got any anything further you want to say? <laughs> um, have y'all played Alien Isolation? I played a that, little bit of it. That one, that one scared the mess out of me. We we had the connect, like it would detect your sound and your movement. So me and my two kids were in the living room, lights off, just playing this. And in comes my wife. She's like, hey, what are y'all doing? And you're like, oh, my God. And the, just the alien just comes at us. Like within a, like a minute after she yelled, an alien just comes at us. And we all just start screaming and yelling. It was hilarious. <laughs> but that one, that one was really scary. If you truly play it like they mean for it to be played with the connects, it is, it is intense. Yeah, Rob has a, he has a love in his heart for alien games. You know, I I picked up Alien Isolation when it was on sale, and I don't have the courage to play it yet. <laughs> one day. Let your son play one, it. One day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll never get him to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. Well, and and I don't know why I go the cornbread. I don't know why I put a southern twang on. <laughs> I don't know why. It's it's from the movie Life. It, yeah, everybody <laughs> says that. <laughs> Just right. everybody remembers that. But yeah, if anybody wants the game, I play a lot of PUBG. Decent at it, but um, 
the name is the cornbread. The zero, the O is a zero, is the only kind of change in my name. So if y'all want to send me a message or send me an invite, if I'm on, I'll jump in. Cool. He's good I people. Normally play with randoms. <laughs> I normally play at randoms, so I'm just, I like people who actually talk and do what we're supposed to do. Ah, oh, amen to that. <laughs> and Sea of Thieves. I'll play Sea of Thieves. I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> you'll, it's becoming you'll, fun. You'll play it until you put some time in, and then you get sunk and lose all your progress. Yeah. And you'll be like, yep, yeah, Mark was right. This game sucks. Uninstall. <laughs> that day's coming. Until that day comes, I'll, I'll, I'll just have fun playing what little I am playing. I want to play that game. That sucks. It's like this whole week, I'm like, I really want to play it, but I don't want to. Uh, I will probably end up playing it again. But I'll tell you what, I'm only going to play with people that when you get something, hightail it back to the outpost and turn it in. None of this, let's get 20 chests. No. <laughs> no. I'm out. <laughs> I hear people hiding their stuff in the um, way up in the crow's nest. People hide their stuff there, and it kind of helps out. People don't really have time to crawl all the way up to the crow's nest to see if you have anything. Yeah, I know. I've we've always put like the explosive barrels up there, so if we don't have yeah. any, that's probably a good place. And then too, you can at least shoot them while they're trying to come up or down the the crow's nest if they yeah. get on your if yeah. they get on your ship. But um, all right, Rob, anything else? No, sir. All right. Well. This is, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in, and we will be back next week. I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Daniel and the Corporate, and y'all have a good night.